So that hotel was definitely not haunted. No. No, it was. I just don't think there are any bad ghosts there. Really? Yeah, well, it was so old. Did you look up how old it was actually? I I don't I never did. Um, it I don't felt know th- old. I mean, I, I guess don't know like the year offhand. Years. It was like I think 17 or 1800s. 1800 something. Hold up. I'm going to look it up because I I know it's haunted. Like, it's just, I just, deep down in my soul. I mean, I'm just letting you know, you scared the shit out of me, like, <laughs> early that evening. Because I got there, and it was spooky. <laughs> yeah, but, like, how are you gonna send a group Snapchat being like, this place is fucking haunted? 1922, so it's 100 years old. Oh, really? Old. 100 years old, yeah. Oh, I feel bad. I thought it was a lot older than that. Actually, the building is like 1700s. Oh, okay. It just, it hasn't been a hotel for that long. Yeah. I had to read farther down. Yeah, no, it was built in like 1741. Huh. It looks like. I mean, all I'm saying is I'm grateful at least they updated the bathroom. Because dealing with plumbing that's from early 1900s is never a fun time. And like I said, I'm glad they updated the bathroom because that... The bathroom is said to be where you're most vul- most vulnerable, so that's where the ghost gets you. They'll spook you there. So that's, that's why I think they, ha- they had to... Well, ghosts are awful. <laughs> but that's why they had to update the bathroom. Otherwise, you know, everyone would be pooping themselves in the bathroom because of ghosts. Dude, like, what if I'm in the shower and a ghost happens? Like, I, I, just- could, I could die. <laughs> slip and fall yeah how did she die ghost got her in the bathroom she's clumsy (laughs) she looked very scared i want to know however you die i'm gonna blame it on a ghost you could be in a car accident i'll be like it was a ghost ghost jumped out ghost jumped out in front of the car she turned to a guardrail that's actually see that's part of my story i have oh really ghost in cars not well not in cars but Walking across the road, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't, um, because you have two stories, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're right. small ones, but. Yeah, you have two small stories, and I have the one deep dive story. So why don't, um, you do one story, and then I'll, we'll talk about mine, and then we'll end with whichever is your scariest one. Hmm. Now that's hard. Um, it- well, it depends on what scares you. Like most things. All right. Well, the reason I'll start with this one, because I remember this being a huge urban legend when I was in high school. Okay. 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 So have you ever heard of the blue dog in Port Tobacco? No. Where's Port Tobacco? Um, by La Plata. Okay. Yeah. So, um, anywho, I always heard rumors about this, like, big And La Plata is just south of DC, just for context. Yeah. True. For context. Yeah. Um. (laughs) We met in Southern Maryland. Yes. We worked at a movie theater together. We so. a movie theater in Waldorf, Maryland. Yes. Um, yes. So for our first episode, we chose to do just stories about Maryland and the area we grew up in. Yes. Cool. So tell so, me about this dog. He sounds awesome. Um, You would think he's awesome. I think he'd actually be a really fun D&D character. Oh! But anywho, um, I remember hearing in high school... That it was a phantom dog, like, mastiff size with, like, red glowing eyes who... Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, no? You're I not about like it? That. Not anymore. So, I always heard it was, like, Rose Hill Road was that area where this thing would haunt. But apparently, this has been a thing for over 200 years. It wasn't what? just some high school kids talking shit. Like, it has legitimate historical basis. Well, that's like, scary. Yeah, so just after, well, there's a lot of debate on when it actually happened. For whatever reason, everybody knows the date that this event occurred was February 8th, probably right after the American Revolution. Okay. So, there was a soldier, and his name was Charles Thomas Sims, and he was bragging and talking dumb shit about all this gold he had and a deed to his estate after a long night of drinking. 
which is stupid if you're rich you shouldn't be telling people <laughs> yeah at least that's how i feel because i imagine like some greedy asshole is gonna try to kill you yeah no that's why they say don't flash your money in public yeah exactly like if i even have a 20 dollar bill i don't have that shit around when i'm walking around in a city or something yeah so anyway a bunch of people were listening to him go on and on bragging about his wealth and he goes to leave the tavern once he's done with his drinks and he's got his dog with him the guys that were listening to him talk shit kill him and the dog the, why did they kill the dog? The dog didn't do anything. I, I guess oh the dog God. was a witness, right? Yeah, but they no. do get what's coming to him. They get what's coming to him. So the gold and the deed to the estate were buried under a holly tree nearby. And the legend says that when the man who attacked the soldier came to retrieve that gold and the deed later when he thought it was safe and no one caught him, he was confronted by the ghost of the dog. So then... Great. That fucker became ill and suddenly died. Thank God. That's why, haven't you learned anything from John Wick? You do not hurt a man's dog. Don't mess with a man's dog. That is true. So anyway, the, the whole thing is that this dog could frighten you to death. What? And he watches over the master's gold. Wait, That's where, the huge thing about it. Where's the gold? I have no idea, but I kind of want to go over there and start digging. <laughs> You're going to get frightened um, to death. Um, and just another fun fact about this story. Where that happened, that old tavern, is now called the Blue Dog Saloon. Wait, I've heard of that. I think I've been there. Yeah, and um, there's actually a painting in that bar that pays tribute to the legend. Of oh. the blue dog guarding the stone where his master died. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, so if any local folks want to check it out, that's Rose Hill Manor slash... Um, Blue Dog Saloon, and that's in Port Tobacco, close-ish to La Plata, Maryland. Yeah, I, re I remember the Blue Dog Saloon really well, but um, yeah, like but my dad's so the band is still there, there, and he's the dog's just defending the gold. That is the legend. So he won't hurt innocents. So if I not go that up I've and ever pet heard. him, I'm allowed. Like he won't kill me. He's a ghost. You can't pet him. I mean, ghosts touch people sometimes. They can well, be yeah, fun. that's true. <laughs> so if, a if a ghost can touch me, why can't I touch a ghost? You're, you're trying to be like the phantom puppy whisperer, and I think that's really cute. I'm really, you know, I'm really scared of ghosts, but ghost dogs is a whole different thing, I think. Well, there you go. I can get behind ghost dogs. But I, And I know you're a dog person, so I thought you would appreciate that I the do. dog got back at him. Yeah, good. I mean, who kills a dog for no reason? Like, doesn't... I guess if it was, like, a really big dog, and they, like, if they killed the owner, they'd have to kill the dog. Well, supposedly it was, like, a mastiff-sized dog. Okay. So. Yeah. So if they're trying, like, if they tried to kill the owner, like, the dog would attack them. Yeah. Well, that's really sad. You know what? I'm glad that the dog is still up and around and killing people, because he got shafted. Well, that, and I, I think it's really sweet, too, that the person who owns that tavern hat, he could have turned that place into whatever he wanted, but he chose to honor that guy and that and dog, dog because it wasn't yeah. fair to them what happened to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Much respect to the tavern owner. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Like, what am I going to name my bar after? How about Ghost Dog? Absolutely. <laughs> that sounds like some stuff you would do. I believe oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. We like that story. Which, do you want to hear about my story? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. Uh, there's anticipation. I'm like, ready. Let's do it. Um, so I'm doing the story about the Blair Witch, which oh, is yeah? from Burkittsville, Maryland. Um, which what, like, tell me what you know about this story. Um, I never heard there was any real basis to it. I've seen the movie. Okay. And I know that where they shot in the woods, it was pretty, it is pretty creepy if you go there. And apparently there was some pretty sketchy shit going on with the way they shot it. Meaning like the actors were 
getting tricks played on them. The actors were actually kind of starving sometimes and sleep deprived. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's about all I know. Okay. Well, the town town of Burkittsville, which Burkittsville is a real town, um, Mm -hmm. and they only shot two scenes in actual Burkittsville. The rest of the the movie they shot actually at Patapsco State Park. Which when I read that, that blew my mind because I used to go to Patapsco all the time. Really, I lived in Baltimore. Yeah. I lived like 30 minutes from there. I went there all the time. I loved it. And I'm glad I didn't know then because I would have been scared. <laughs> That's wild. No, I just went there to take photos like a couple months yeah. ago where, oh, that, yeah, where the old did. abandoned town is. Yeah, yeah, there's the town and then there's the abandoned like train tunnel. That's really creepy there. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that place is haunted, but not by the Blair Witch at all. It's not even close. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's neat. Well, when I watched the movie forever ago, um, which I hated because I don't like scary movies at all. <laughs> which is so funny that we're doing this. <laughs> I'm Welcome. I don't like <laughs> movies because the whole purpose of movies is to, like, I'm just going to scare you. And I'm like, I don't want to be scared. I want to, like, investigate and, like, learn things. I don't want you to just be like, oh, jump scare. Ooh. Like, I hate that. Stop. I mean, there's a couple movies I could eventually turn you on to, but go on. Maybe. Maybe when I'm feeling very brave, but... Um, you can be. But when I did watch The Blair Witch, which is a really good movie, it was the first found footage movie ever made, and it was really revolutionary. Um, but I thought that... I knew it was fake, but I thought that the only part that was fake was the three people going out there and recording the, and, and then dying because mm-hmm. in the movie they're like oh this really happened they say that like it sparked a whole bunch of controversy because people like thought every they were lying to them and even the um like the directors and producers when it came out they never they did say it was fake but when it came to like kind of pr they never really mentioned it and i think they did that on purpose just to make it creepy which I, oh, yeah. I love. I love that they did that. Dude, so many people believe that shit. I know. And they were the getting day. like hate mail. People are like, you lied to me. Or, or they were getting mail that was like, how dare you um, like profit off the people who died there when that was a, that was <laughs> that was even true. No one died there. <laughs> and that's something for all of you younger kids maybe they're listening to this and you grew up on paranormal activity those movies would not even exist if it weren't for blair witch doing this back in the vhs era yeah three uh thirty thousand dollars was their budget that they made this movie on dude one of my high school musicals cost more than that to produce (laughs) with the royalties when we did beauty and the beast it was close to 40 i'm pretty sure oh my god that's a high school musical cost well that particular one I feel like I'll I'll have to like consult people I knew from back then to make sure (laughs) I'm not just fudging the numbers, but I could swear it was like at least 35 grand. That's a lot. Because Disney is expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Disney. Well, when I watched the movie, I I knew that part was fake, that the three people went out there and died. I knew that was fake, but I was told that it was based on a true story, so I believed the whole legend behind it. And... When I told you I was doing this, I thought the whole legend was real. And I went and researched and wrote like two pages on the legend only to realize that it was all lies. Okay, here's something funny. They're so good, though, because there's so it's so hard to distinguish fact from fiction looking it up on the Internet. They literally, the producers of the movie created a website like theblairwitch.com, which has all of this history. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. It's all lies. Well, here's why I'm laughing so hard about it. Because Andy was asking me what your deep dive was going to be. And I said, oh, she's doing Blair Witch. And he said, why? It's all bullshit. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. Maybe she found something cool. Like, I'm not going to question her. I want to go in kind of blind to it and see what she has to say. Well, I'm glad you went in blind because I I did have a really good time learning about it. I was on... I was researching it for like four hours but um the producers admitted to making up the names ellie kedward is the witch's name and that is just was inspired by the mystic edward kelly who was back in like the 
1500s. He was in England. And I went and researched Edward Kelly for like two hours. And that's really interesting. <laughs> Which one two day we should, we should. Well, I knew like as soon as I, I was like, who is this Edward Kelly fuck who like they lied to me about? And um, but he's really interesting. So we should do an episode sometime about that because I already researched it <laughs> and I wrote save it all it. down. <laughs> hey, save it, save it in your notebook. I'm still oh, yeah. saving script stuff because just to clue the listeners in, I'm a psycho. <laughs> when Jesse was like, yeah, we need a couple of short stories for this episode. I did like four local legends with seven pages of research. <laughs> and while I, my, well, I did two pages about Edward Kelly and then two pages about what I'm actually going to talk about. So I wrote four total, which you still did more than twice when I ended up. I'm sorry. It's, I never got out of that once I graduated <laughs> college. It's bad. But, um, okay, so Ellie Kedward was um, taken from Edward Kelly by the producers and writers of the movie. And uh, Rustin Parr was the murderer guy in the movie. And that's just an anagram for Rasputin. Oh. Which I should have known this like this legend was fake because Ellie Kedward is not a fucking name and neither is Rustin. Like those are, the- <laughs> you know what? They're, there's Rustin. You know what? I've seen people with some really ridiculous names before, and that isn't even that bad. I don't know. As I was learning, that someone this was named lies, their kid Pepsi. Saying, right? That's true. Yeah. Um, it is, it's said that the story was inspired by the Bell Witch from Tennessee, which that story oh. is freaking wild. Was that the, the movie, um, the Bell Witch Haunting? Am I thinking the same thing? Cause that movie sucked. I don't know. I've never heard of that movie. Well, anywho, go on. Well, I, one day we should do an episode on the Bell Witch because that story is insane. And that's actually documented and it's true. Unlike the Blair Witch, which is all lies. But interesting of, lies. Interesting. No, nah, I hate it now. I'm never going to watch it again. Um, the town of Burkittsville is very annoyed with all the false history going around about it. Because it floods the internet. Like, if you Google Burkittsville, it's just, like, haunted. And it's not. Well, I'm sure. And there's got to be a lot of people that say, oh, I want to go to this haunted place. And yeah. there's annoying kids Because there was almost, to... like, the movie wasn't even, the movie wasn't filmed there the only shot was the first shot where there's the sign that says welcome to the town of Burkittsville and then the rest was filmed just outside of Baltimore like at Patapsco <laughs> even the house oh, which geez. actually I did read an article that the house was scheduled to be demolished and people petitioned that saying it was like historic because it was part of this movie and they didn't demolish it I think they ended mm. up demolishing it like a year ago or something but they did prevent it from being demolished. But once I realized that that was all bullshit and I didn't want to talk about it, um, I looked up Point Lookout. So, <laughs> oh hey, <laughs> I was like, I, I did know a lot the of most... research on that too. <laughs> I know the most about. Po- I've been to Point Lookout so many times. My mom worked there. Really? Yeah, she was a park ranger for a couple years. Does she have any ghost stories relating to it? Oh fuck! I should have asked her. You know, I'll ask her before we record the next one, and then that'll be my short story for when you research uh, uh, for the next recording. Oh, I already know what I'm doing next time. Yeah, but I but that's what I'll just if my mom has a scary story, I'll just tell it next time because I forgot to ask her. That's okay. Okay, but I do remember her saying that it was very creepy because she worked there late at night a lot, and she was really creeped out. But I was a kid when that happened, so she wouldn't have told me if there were ghosts because it would have scared me oh i mean i don't know i get vibes from that place see i'm not sensitive at all to any of that I don't at think. times like it hasn't happened a lot but the few times i have felt like someone's watching me it doesn't feel great that's see i don't i don't know what that feels like to feel like someone's watching you it's it's uneasy. It it's almost like some it sounds ridiculous, but it's like someone's pushing a button in my brain that's like you need to leave now. Oh. <laughs> Escape. Ew. 
This sounds awful. Like, this is not comfortable. You are in danger. You shouldn't be here. Ew. I feel like yeah. I feel that way like 90% of my life. You shouldn't be here. Oh, well, you know, you're probably just surrounded by ghosts all the time. That makes sense. That checks out. Yeah, I and I can't I say for sure. Today. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that better now? Yeah, I ended up pooping later. I was very concerned that I usually poop at nine o'clock and I it was like 9.45 and I had it and I was scared. I mean, honestly, I think if it's just been a day, you're fine. I mean, I'm sure I'm not going to die, but it makes me uncomfortable. Just just get haunted and you'll definitely poop. <laughs> okay. Um, bring it, Real quick, because I don't think I mentioned it. Bring it back to that hotel we stayed in last weekend. Oh. The only haunted thing that happened to me was I scared myself with my own reflection so bad. <laughs> that, like, my mouth was open in a scream. And That's no great. noise could come out. Because of the stupid way the mirrors were set up in that place. Uh, I'm googling Tabard and Haunted? I googled that before we went there to sleep and I didn't see anything. Hmm. Someone on TripAdvisor said, too ghostly. That's the only thing I got. That That's enough to make me say no thank you. <laughs> Most of the time. Oh, jeez. Well, I didn't come home with any ghosts. That's good. As far as I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited for you to get into Point Lookout at some point. Yes. Because the, the history, I've, man, well, there's again, a lot I've, of dark I've shit. I've been there so many times that I never was creeped out by it. It's really beautiful. On this one website I was looking at, some paranormal site it was like point lookout is a grim ghastly part of the peninsula of maryland and i'm like bitch you've never been there it's beautiful it's like a forest and beaches and the article <laughs> i was so reading. annoyed like sensualizing sensualizing sensationalizing is the word i was looking for i knew what you meant you're good sensualizing it making it sexy and Spooky. exaggerated <laughs> exactly but no, like, it's spooky I, enough you don't have to do all that when people write about that place they always make it dramatic because i found one that started off talking about how when settlers first arrived at point lookout they described it as beautiful serene blah 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 and then it's like but that was gonna change oh my god place. i think everyone if you find yourself in southern maryland which god forbid um it's a great place <laughs> it's a long out of your way drive to get there though well that's where i lived in oh did country. you did you live that close to it point was about 20 minutes away from wow my first house there yeah it wasn't yes. far see if i wanted to get there from waldorf that's like that's like an a hour yeah. yeah no i lived way down there way down in the boonies um no wonder you love city life so much i know i've had enough of the country i'm done and there's something creepy about that. I was talking to Andy about a long time ago, just about where we would eventually want to settle down. And I think he likes the idea of like seclusion. I would hate that. I get way too freaked out by nothing but like crickets and night yeah. animals. <laughs> night animals. Like, please don't. I don't want to live somewhere where there's no cell service. And yeah. back to point lookout. Which, yeah, Point Lookout has a lot of history. Uh, Point Lookout, for geological reference, is a park and historical area at the southernmost tip of a peninsula, uh, which is located where the Potomac River juts off from the Chesapeake Bay. It's in southern, southern Maryland. I might... Actually, it's not the southernmost tip, but it's way down there. It's on a peninsula, and it's massive. It's, a it's forest. Uh, it's beaches on both the bay side and the river side. And mm -hmm. it's very historical. Um, the area got its name when it was a lookout post used by the St. Mary's County Militia to watch British forces in the War of 1812. Uh, eventually in this war, the British did take the area. So that was, there was indigenous peoples living there before, but there wasn't a recorded settlement there. But that was the first of probably where deaths happened or a majority, a lot of deaths happened the first time. And then in the American Civil War, it was used again as a fort for the Union, and it was a massive POW camp to hold Confederates. Mm-hmm. 
that's that's where I think a lot of the ghostly activity comes from. If you oh, ask absolutely. me, oh, absolutely. Well, it's every it's starts with with the War of eighteen twelve, and then it was a POW camp, which the camp was originally built to hold ten thousand men, and it eventually ended up housing more than double that at one time. So it was also it didn't have um, everyone was staying in tents. It wasn't buildings they built. It was like hastily made. And it was tense enough to hold 10,000. And then they just packed it twice that. Mm -hmm. So think about like the starvation and the lack of supplies and the diseases. and Yeah. Ah. It was the largest union prison camp and its reputation was as being the worst. Uh, There were reports of filth, water sources becoming contaminated, and the men freezing to death as they were housed in tents and they were only given one blanket apiece. And they probably were shorted blankets because... They had t- twice as many people as they were supposed to. And in just under two years of it being when it was fully operative, there were 52,000 people that stayed there and between three and 8,000 died. Wow. Yeah. And they don't, they know right now you can actually visit uh, a mass grave, which holds, it actually lists the uh, names of everyone that's in that grave. And it's over 3,000 in that grave oh my alone. God. But it's suspected that that was established later. So people that died before that, they don't know where they're buried or like, but they know people died before that and they don't know how many. Wow. Yeah. And on unmarked graves. And uh, there's a lot of erosion happening in the Chesapeake Bay, which which was pounded to death in our brains in uh, elementary school. Uh, yeah. The Chesapeake Bay water erosion. That's like the one thing I remember about local bodies of water yeah yeah that's all we learn about when you live near the chesapeake bay you hear the word erosion like twice a day every day and sometimes there's a crab shortage and that's kind of all you hear and that's scary too and then sometimes they find sharks in the bay which is even worse Mm -hmm. yeah but um because of erosion that it actually took out a big chunk of what was originally the land of point lookout when it was a pow camp so it's also suspected that a lot of the burials and the bodies there might have just been washed away. So a lot of people died there. A lot of people died there. And you, and girl, you haven't even gotten into the lighthouse yet. Like it is. That well, entire place is just bad vibes. Yes. That's what everyone says. The lighthouse is the most spooky, the most uh, paranormal, ghostly active out of anywhere in the area. Um, but I couldn't find any like real history about it other than like there were people who lived there. I actually did. But I'm not trying to steal your thunder. You so can, because can... I couldn't really. Sure? I know that there was a bunch of people who lived there who died there, but they were all just like keepers of the lighthouse. Like that's pretty normal. Like there wasn't anything spooky about it, I guess. Let's see. Except um... that, oh, I did read that. Um, that the lighthouse before it was there and even when it was there, a lot of the times the light was turned off and there was a ton of boats that crashed into that peninsula because Mm -hmm. it's where um, the Potomac is where if you go all the way up, it's where DC is. So in the civil war, all these boats were trying to go up to DC and they have to pass this peninsula. And if the lighthouse wasn't on or it was before it existed, a lot of boats crashed right into it. A bunch of people died, even adding to the amount of people who have freaking died there. A ton. I was going to say, cause I, when I was doing, cause this is one I was going to cover at some point too. It was going to be one of my short stories that turned super long, but yeah. um, <laughs> oh my God, between the shipwrecks yeah, the and shipwrecks. the, and the indigenous people massacres because settlers are awful. <laughs> it was active for more than 135 years until the Navy purchased it in 1965. And at that point, an automated light was put in. More recent hauntings. Um, they actually had an international... It was an automatic light until 1965? Nin- yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. It's only been a state park since 1962. So imagine how creepy that was when that land wasn't being maintained. Oh, yeah. Horrifying. Oh, so, um, anywho, the, um, internationally renowned parapsychologist, Dr. Hans Holzer, along with his team, were the first to investigate the lighthouse about 20 years ago. And a lot of people say that the lighthouse there is America's most haunted lighthouse. 
They successfully recorded 24 different voices in the building, both male and female. Yes, I saw that. And I. Oh, so you did see that? I saw that part. I didn't get enough of the history, though. But yeah, I saw the. um, I didn't write down his name, but it was one paranormal guy who went there and they got. He said 24 different voices. Um, One had said, fire if they get too close to you. Mm hmm. And another one had said, my home, which that one was thought to be the voice of a wife of the first lighthouse keeper, mm-hmm. Ann Davis. Oh, but there is there was one thing that really weirded me. What? They were talking about unexplained images that show up in photographs that are taken there. Yeah. Oh, did you read about that? The one called the Ghost of Point Lookout taken during a seance in the 70s? Who had a seance? Fucking psychos. No, I haven't heard about that. <laughs> I hate it, though. But, uh, yeah, they they did a seance in that lighthouse in the 70s. And in the photograph, Laura Berg, who is a former lighthouse resident, stands in the center holding a candle. To her left, a foggy form of a man in soldier garb. Yeah, I saw that one. That's creepy. Yeah, and I looked it up. It's, it's really strange. And we'll probably end up posting that on our Instagram yeah, we'll if people want to see Instagram. it. That's wild. It is kind of a blurry picture, which makes me go, eh, but it's not like it's enough a to wild... make you not want to go yeah. in. Oh no, it's not like a wild stretch to say like that's a person in uniform. Like it even looks like you can see like the top of his bayonet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's creepy. And another note I had, unexplained shadows seem to move from room to room. Late night campers yeah. have claimed to see the ghost of a soldier sitting on the porch. I've he heard, I had friends who stayed there a couple times. It was actually um, one of my boyfriends from high school. Um, uh-huh. He he lived even, he lived like maybe five minutes down the road from there. And he would go there occasionally. And he would say he would never go back because they would hear things like, all through the night like things outside their tent and he was always like you know the first couple times I stayed there we just said it was wildlife you know because there's a lot of like birds and large rodents and stuff around there foxes Mm -hmm. but by like the third or fourth time he went there he was like no whatever it was it was large it sounded like a person we heard like clothes shuffling and yeah he was like yeah I'm not going back there ever because I think we, I was trying to like go to the beach or something, and he was like, yeah, nope, never going there. I'm okay going there during the day, but if it's even close to sunset, I'm not <laughs> yeah. about that life. Nope. No. Nope. Um, it's so pretty. It's such a nice park. It, it is, until it's not. <laughs> and maybe I, and I'm naturally anxious anyway, but I'm just saying that I've had some gut feelings around that place where I never want to be there after dark. Yeah. I'm too creeped in the daylight. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. But that, that that is a really good deep dive. I uh, If I think yeah. Southern Maryland haunted, that is immediately like the oh, first yeah. thing that pops that into my mind. and Sodderly Plantation. And Sodderly was because we had field trips there all the time. And every time we went, someone saw a shadow, got freaked out. like, And we went there almost every year. And it was just known, like, if you're going to go there, you hold hands with someone the whole time you're in the house because someone's going to see a shadow person. And it was so scary. Oh, yeah. My, my dad... brother did, didn't it? Last oh, really? time we were with him, he was saying that when he was there one day, he it was, there was this one, like, you walk into the foyer and of, like, the bottom of the main house and there's stairs. I think they're, it's been a long time, but I think they're to your right. And it goes like all the way up and then turns a corner, like to the right, like out of sight. And people, many people I've known have seen a shadow person like in, like just out of your sight, like where that hallway goes up and to the right, like peeking out or like walking across that hallway. Nope. And it's always that spot. And like many people that don't know each other that I've talked to have seen it in that exact spot. And Dustin, just this past weekend, my brother he said, like, basically the same thing. I don't remember if he said it was that spot, but shadow person, which is demonic. No, no, no. Yeah. So oh, that's weird. Crazy. No, I, I've yeah, only, yeah. I've never been in the house, but my dad's band did a gig there a couple years ago. And, like, even being outside, there's something creepy about creepy. the house. Yeah. 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 And there's the whole, like, slave quarters, too, which are even more, like if you want to talk about like negative feelings and energies Mm -hmm. slave quarters is where it's all centered 
Oh, yeah. And poor tobacco has history like that, too. Yeah. That they've preserved some of those old, like, cabins and buildings and things. That's so scary. Yeah. <sighs> America has a shameful I, history. I, I don't remember Dustin talking about that. About Sodderly? Yeah. All right. I'll My ask memory's him awful. better it's okay. detail about that story, too, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're good. We'll, we'll have updates. Yeah, we'll definitely have updates. Stay what? tuned if you want to hear my brother's story about a ghost. Hell yeah. And your mom's story about... Um, I don't know yet. More, I don't remember. Or maybe. Yeah. Um, but Point Lookout, another thing that was reported was rotten smells emanating from uh, rooms in the house. And in one instance, the paranormal investigator stated out loud, he said... Oh, the smell could be coming from tormented spirits. And then immediately the smell stopped, like out of nowhere that no one just smelt it anymore, which that's supernatural. Like, smells don't just vanish. <laughs> yeah, but like, how much of a dick is that spirit to be like, I'm just going to make them really miserable with this, with my scent. Smell. I'm going to stink. <laughs> Get ready. I'm going to stink. I would do that if I was a spirit. I believe it. Just stink. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. That would yeah, be the I greatest. Mean, why, why, would... go, why go boo when you can just smell like an eternal fart? <laughs> <laughs> I would follow one person around that I hate just stinking. Just so everywhere that person goes, everyone's like, ugh, you stink. God, I'm going to make like, sure I'm nice to you for the morning. rest of your life. <laughs> no, it would be like, like, a, like an evil person. Like a... I don't know. Ooh, I would fall around like a serial killer and I would smell like rotting flesh. So that way everyone suspected him and they caught him. Oh, that's that smart. Plan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I would do. Jeez, where were you in the 70s? <laughs> they needed you then. <laughs> hey, maybe ghosts can time travel. I'll go back. You think? Well, I don't, know. I, I don't know how time works for them. Yeah, right? Yeah. Me either. But I do have a first-person story of a spook from Point Lookout. Really? I do. It was a park ranger. And this happened in March of 1977. And I'll read his account directly. It's not super long. Mm-hmm. All right. March 1977, I had been a park ranger at Point Lookout for only two months. I was working the evening shift. It was a weekday, and despite the beautiful warm weather, there were very few park visitors. Around 4.30 p.m., I was on the Potomac River beachfront gathering and recording weather data when I noticed an elderly woman standing about 40 yards from me. She caught my attention because she was strangely shuffling along looking towards her feet. She appeared to be desperately looking for something she had lost in the grass. After I'd watched her for a couple minutes, I walked over to offer my assistance. My first thought was that perhaps she had lost her keys. She seemed very distant and our conversation was very brief. I only remember three points she made. She said she did not need my assistance. She lived up the beach a ways, and she asked if I knew where the gravestones were that used to be here. I remember for some reason I felt I was imposing on the woman and not wanting to be an imposition. I left to walk 300 yards east to the Chesapeake Bay shore to record more data. About five minutes later, while I was walking back to the, my truck, which I had left near the river, I noticed that the woman had disappeared. It was then I realized the adjacent parking lot was empty. Furthermore, from my vantage point since our conversation, I would have been able to see any cars entering or leaving the area and none had. A few hours later, I asked the park manager, whose name was Jerry Sword, which I've actually read a couple stories from Jerry Sword, who's like, yeah, that shit's haunted. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, he, I asked him if he knew anything about a graveyard near the Potomac River picnic area. He wanted to know why I was asking. So I told him about the odd encounter. After he heard my story, he told me that there had once been a graveyard somewhere near where the lady had been wandering. It was the Taylor family graveyard, and its exact location is no longer known, but its former existence is well documented. Records show that one of the individuals buried at the lost graveyard is Elizabeth Taylor. Evidently, someone had come across the missing burial site and stolen her headstone, which someone found in a local hotel at some point. Huh. They found, like, the stolen headstone. Wow. So it was confirmed that, like, all of that history was real and wow. that the graveyard was in the area, which is wild. That's too much. Right. Like, part of me 
wants to say like next time you're up here let's go down there and check it out but at the same time i'm oh, like we should. it's wonderful it's as long as nice we go car. during the day i think i can <laughs> yeah. handle it oh yeah for sure now, if you try to like take the keys and say no, we're spending the night. I'm about to like I got it run. Too, bitch. No, I would never. <laughs> I would like run. I'll either wrestle you for the keys or I will walk back to Waldorf. It's I'm far. not. It's bit... It would take you like an hour to walk out of the park. Could you handle that? Not in the dark. <laughs> I... Heart attack. Definite heart attack. For sure. Oh wow. Well. Good choice. And I actually like yeah. that um, that first person account, too. That's really neat. Yeah, from a park ranger, which is why I have to ask my mom what, what happened to her. Oh, yeah. If anything. Are you ready for my last story? Is it going to scare me? Uh, knowing you and, like, what, you're, what I think your fears are, I think you'll be fine. Okay. Have you, have you heard of the goat man? Yes. Yes. Have you seen the BuzzFeed Unsolved? <laughs> no, I haven't actually. So excited. <laughs> it's the funniest. Have Have you seen any BuzzFeed Unsolved videos? No. Oh my god, I'm obsessed. It's so typical. Um, pair of investigators. One's a believer, and one's a skeptic. You know, like that trope. Yeah. Um, but it's hilarious because the guy who's a skeptic, he's just like doesn't give a shit and. You should just watch it. It's so funny. But anyway, yeah, I don't know about the history of the goat man. I just know he's like demonic, right? Kind of. Okay. So this is something that comes out of Prince George's PG County. Again, really close to DC. And (laughs) the legend goes that decades ago, a scientist experimented on goats at the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Is that real? Yeah. And agricultural research center mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that's a legitimate thing i feel like i looked it up before you can fact check me i don't mind. I was, I was just typing <laughs> um when the experiment backfired the scientist mutated into a half man half goat the scientist did the scientist did okay this is what i found <laughs> it's probably bullshit but the facility actually felt compelled to deny the story. I suppose. I wonder why. <laughs> that that what the article I found said. I suppose the goat man would want it that way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So people say that you they think see the goat this man thing. Is like he's like in charge of the agricultural center. I mean, he. I don't think he was a boss man. You think he's CEO. No, I mean, like now, now that he's a demon. I mean, I don't know if that place is still around. He's their PR director. They are. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, now now he works in PR and he makes about 60 grand a year. Oh, good for him. Full <laughs> benefits. Nice. Full <laughs> medical benefits. Dental. You've got to have it nowadays. I'm jealous. I want to be the goat, man. <laughs> hey, that's a life goal. <laughs> but uh, people say that they see this thing attacking cars with an axe. Why does he need an axe? He has fucking horns on his head. <laughs> Well, it's just like you're already a, questioning the validity like fuck this it's a little extra so anyway he was seen uh-huh. attacking cars with an axe along Fletcher Town Road in Bowie and other people say that he roams the back roads of Beltsville and that's all pretty close together so I get it but um, one of the places that the goat man supposedly haunts or I guess I can't say haunts hangs out terrorizes is a bridge known as crybaby bridge of course it's known as that which also has Hmm. i wonder if it was called that before he got there well crybaby bridge the reason they call it that is there was some rumor about like a woman killing her child there oh jesus yeah there's a there's a i could do a whole other short story on that one day but describing the goat man they say that he's six feet tall hairy and walking upright on his hind legs they say the legend started long ago but 1971 was the first time he was mentioned in print hey that was the year my mom was born do you think that's a coincidence why is your mom the goat man i don't know (laughs) um and back then local residents blamed the goat man for the death of a decapitated dog in a newspaper (gasps) no all right i hate him he killed a dog Mm mm-hmm 
there's a theme today. <laughs> and now, for some reason, they say that he preys upon couples making out on Lover's Lane, as well as dogs or teenagers. Where's Lover's Lane? Is it I, near I can't. Bridge? It must be, but I didn't find much when I tried looking it up. Mm. Uh, there you go. Dog killing goat man. Why is he so angry? Because he's a goat? I think he's mad because he's a goat and he didn't want to be. I think he... But he did it to himself. Like, why is he trying to, like, exact revenge? He shouldn't be because I kind of feel like that's what you get for experimenting on animals anyway. Right. But... Why is he so angry? He's bitter. He's got to eat grass forever. Like, I'd be kind of mad. sounds (laughs) great. Does it? I mean, I'm a vegetarian. I basically do that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I love it. <laughs> like, what? I can't have chicken nuggets again. I've got to eat grass for the rest of my life. This oh, sucks. I bet go- goats eat everything. They can eat chicken nuggets. I'm sure they can. Yeah. I see this. I feel like the story I heard was different. That he was like a demon. I mean, I remember hearing stories about, like, again, kind of like the blue dog that was like glowing red eyes and whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. All I'm saying is, like, I'm not scared of goats in real life, but their eyes are kind of intense. And could you imagine, like, a human-sized dude with goat eyes? Like a goat (laughs) head on a dude? (laughs) Like, imagine someone who's jacked like Vin Diesel with, like, a goat head. Oh, I would love that. I'm gonna Photoshop a goat onto (laughs) Vin Diesel's head now. Oh, on his body, just like fucking. Uh, oh, on his body, not on his head. <laughs> fucking chilling. While he's like lifting weights. There you go. That that's that's actually the secret. Vin Diesel is the goat man. <laughs> Ridiculous. I just thought he was like a demon that just like liked that bridge. Uh, to be just... fair, I like your story better because I think there's more consistency. <laughs> well, okay, maybe it's both. Maybe, maybe. That the scientist was possessed by a demon, which led him to do all the evil experiments. And then when shit went wrong, because as you know, demons aren't very good at science. So he messed up. Then he became the goat man. Is that a fact? Like if you look up demons 101, it's like, well, they're really bad at science. Like they flunk every time. They're bad at science and math. They're great at art, art history. You know, that's a demon. I kind of believe that. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Because that would also explain why he's so mad. That's he's true. He's a demon. Maybe he's a demon who's like stuck in goat man form and he's really pissed about it. <laughs> I want to see you write a short story about the goat man, but make it legit. Like, write, write. No, no, but I mean, like, oh. actually get flowery about it. Okay. Should I do a found footage movie about the goat man? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Man. I'd yeah, that'd be easy. It. it could be like security tapes from the agricultural center and oh, yeah. like firsthand accounts from like his assistant. Yeah. That'd be good. That's our second podcast called The Goat Man. Coming to you yeah. November 2030. 20 you think it's going to take like nine years? <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's it's good. It's gonna be really good though. Well, that that'll probably be the next time. It's totally we'll just get, safe. Get like voice too. actors, and it's gonna be legit. Have you ever listened to the White Vault? Mm-mm. Very good. That is like a found footage podcast horror story, and it is amazing. I'm Highly I'm ready recommend. for it, but yeah. I'm not listening to it before I go to sleep. It's it's not well. I don't know. It might creep you out. It didn't creep me out that bad. It was more like kind of like a mystery, creepy thing. It wasn't like ghost will get you. You know, <laughs> it was different. Well, maybe maybe if they phrased it like that, I wouldn't be so freaked out. But I'm scared of my own shadow half the time. So like, I don't know. It might creep you out, but it's. I don't think it's that like scary, like spooky. Like unless you're in like Iceland which is where the first season takes place, then I wouldn't be creeped out by it. There's hot springs there. That's all I know. And fucking demons. Apparently. Hot springs and de- demons chilling in the hot springs. Hot springs and hot demons. There you Come go. To Iceland. <sighs> all right. I'm, I'm freaked out, man. I'm glad. Just, no, only just 
to be honest with you, just thinking about Point Lookout again is just bringing back the heebie-jeebies super hard. But um, yeah. but thank you, people, for tuning in. Our next episode. What are you researching? I am researching Roswell. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting into some <laughs> alien goodness. I think aliens scare me more than anything else. Have ever because they're this? probably they're real a thing. They are. Yeah. They yeah. are real, and it's that makes it so much worse. And while like ghosts, I can s- convince myself that like I'm not spiritually sensitive, so I probably won't encounter a ghost. Like I can feel safe, but like mm-hmm. aliens, they can just come get you whenever, when they feel yeah. like, and like brainwash waiting. you into not remembering it. Yeah, and they probably yeah. already have, and you don't even know. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) So I hate it. (laughs) But in the meantime, between right now and the next time you hear an episode from us, you should go to our social media Mm -hmm. on Facebook, facebook.com slash Paranerds Podcast, and Instagram at Paranerds Podcast. And we have an email. Um, If you have any stories from Point Lookout or anything similar we talked about, let us know. Or if you just have any questions Or if you just want to go to Point Lookout and like ride a jet ski. Like I'll let you know where it is. I'll yeah, like hit us up. And if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna email us, it's paranerdspodcast at gmail.com. Well thank you people and thank we you. will see you later. Bye.